Well, good morning. Thanks for joining us today on Tetelestai. We're in Ephesians chapter 6. We've been there now for three episodes, and we are moving through this subject, Prepared for Battle. How we must, as believers, be prepared not only for the daily battles that we fight following Jesus in our own lives, the battles against temptation and sin and so forth, but primarily for a big battle, a time of war, a time unlike there has ever been in the history of the earth, according to Jesus, a time of battle, a special day that Paul speaks of in the sixth chapter of Ephesians about standing in the evil day and how vital it is to have the armor of God on. It is the armor of God, as we talked about the other day, armor from God to God. This armor is God. We must have supernatural strength and power, a supernatural power of God filling us to overcome these things. Also, we talked yesterday about the schemes and strategies of Satan, how Satan has developed strategies against the body of Christ, against families, against individuals, against nations, cities, states, counties. He has strategies for every level and strata of society. Strategies that result in stealing, killing, and destroying, ultimately. Paul's primary concern for Ephesus is the strategy of division between the Jewish believers and the Gentile believers there in Ephesus. But again, he tells us we are not to be ignorant. He wrote to the church at Corinth and said, we are not to be ignorant of the schemes, the strategies of Satan. We're not to be ignorant of them. You are to be aware of them. This is how he operates. This is how he works. So the way in which we can stand against these strategies against us is by putting on the armor of God. Again, remember, vital to remember it is something, this armor is someone. This armor is from God. It belongs to God. This armor is God, Christ's life in us. Now, Paul goes on to talk about the fact that we wrestle in Ephesians 6.12. We wrestle our struggle our wrestling match is not against flesh and blood. It's not against each other. It's not against other human beings, but against principalities or rulers, the powers, against the worldly forces of this darkness, against spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. We're fighting a spiritual enemy and a spirit that dwells in a spiritual realm. And this enemy is one who fights to the death. When Paul uses the idea of wrestling here, he is not talking about WWE wrestling where there's a storyline and a script and everything is planned out beforehand and it's more or less, yeah, it's tough on the bodies when they get in there and they get tossed around and fall on the floor of the ring and, you know, they get bruises and breaks and torn muscles because they are doing athletic things, but it's not real from the standpoint. There's not really punching going on or fighting going on. It's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a predictable outcome. It's for entertainment, as they all say. They call it sports entertainment. Well, Paul's not talking about sports entertainment. Paul's talking about fights to the death. I mean, think about this. In his day, 
uh, wrestling was part of the Isthmian Games. Um, and Paul understood that the rules in that wrestling then, this combat between men, if the loser, uh, if the person lost, they were liable to lose their eyes, have their tongue cut out, ears cut off, or more likely than not, they were put to death. This was a battle to the death. Maiming. I mean, the consequences of losing were not good. And Paul is letting us know that you and I are in a wrestling match to the death. The enemy does not play fair. The enemy does not fight fair. The enemy's goal is to kill you. The enemy's goal is to destroy you. The enemy's goal is to ruin you if he can. And in order for us to successfully stand against such an assault, we better be having the armor of God put on us, collectively and individually. Collectively, as assemblies of believers, standing in these things that God has given us so that we can preserve unity and guard it, our oneness in Christ, and also individually, spiritually wearing the armor of God because, again, the enemy only seeks to steal, kill, and to destroy from you. Now, what's interesting is when Paul's talking about wrestling against these spiritual beings, Judaism teaches, and again, Paul has got the armor of God and the concepts that he's he's dealing with here in Ephesians 6 are rooted in the Old Testament. They're rooted in the Torah. They're rooted in the prophets. They are rooted in the writings, but particularly the prophets and the Torah. First thing Paul's extracting from Torah in Genesis is a wrestling match that one of the great patriarchs of Israel had. Jacob had a wrestling match in the book of Genesis with an angelic being. Now Judaism, and this is right before he's on his way and he knows that Esau's coming out to meet him, his brother that he'd stolen his birthright from, stolen the blessing from, his brother who years before that time had said he was going to murder him because of it. He's worried about his life. He's worried about his family now that he's got. He's worried about his children. He's worried about the servants who are with him, that Esau's just going to mass, you know, there's going to be a genocide, or he's going to halt, you know, kill me and then take everybody away into slavery. Anyway, he's got all this fear and an angelic being shows up during the night and the scripture says he wrestled with, Jacob wrestled with this being until the dawn. And then this spiritual being touched his hip and his hip, Jacob's hip went out of socket and he walked with a limp the rest of his life and he was blessed and his name was changed from Jacob to Israel, prince with God. He is, you have prevailed with God. Um, but Judaism teaches that the being that Esau was wrestling with was actually, or Jacob was wrestling with was actually Esau's angel or the prince of Edom. And you see, this is where Paul's getting his idea. And we're going to talk about tomorrow this whole concept of principalities, princes, spiritual princes over nations. But Jacob sex successfully defeated successfully stood firm, successfully held on to and would not let go of this being. And as a result, Jacob was blessed. Jacob prevailed. Now, whether or not this was, you know, a, a theophany, an appearance of Jesus beforehand, or if this was actually Jacob's angel, he prevailed. 
which in turn, you know what the outcome was. When he and Esau came together, they wept, they were reunited, they were restored to one another. You know, things were ironed out. Peace, shalom was given to them because of Jacob prevailing and because God had gone ahead of him and prepared the way. But understand this, the whole concept here though is we're struggling against spiritual beings. The only way we are going to prevail individually or collectively as the body of Messiah against these forces is by having the full armor of God appropriated, walking in it as assemblies and individually so that we are aware of the schemes and strategies of Satan and we can combat them successfully. The enemy does not like you. You need to just get that right right deep down in your heart. You are hated. And remember Jesus even talked about the fact that the world's going to hate you because of me, because of my name, because you've associated yourself with me and my name, the world. Don't be surprised if the world hates you and the world wants you dead because the world lies in the hands of the evil one and the evil one will use whoever he can to destroy your life. Satan physically cannot kill you himself, but he will use physical beings, other humans, who will make themselves available to him in order to do that or make your life miserable. He will plant soldiers, as it were, worldly soldiers in fellowships to create division, strife, contention. He has a strategy. Because again, he knows a divided body of Jesus is a weak, sick, and ineffective body of Jesus. And the witness that Jesus prayed for in John 17 of unity that would cause the world to believe will not be able to be given through a divided people. But again, go away from today understanding you're in a serious war and this is a battle to the death to the death. Take it seriously. Well, may the grace, peace, and joy, and power of our Heavenly Father fill your life to overflowing today. And Lord willing, we will see you again tomorrow.